Bill, that was uh, Dr. Norman Rosenthal, uh, a gentleman I, I've met. I, I met him in the context of seasonal affective disorder. He was recommending uh, a doctor in New York to a friend of mine. Uh, he's um, an amazing, you know, medical scholar. He's at Georgetown Medical School. And, uh, you know, the book, I, I got the book a few days ago. I picked it up yesterday and started reading it and a tremendous selection of poems. And also, yeah, poetry is, I was very lucky when I was a ninth grade in public school, I got put in this honors English class. And I had a teacher that did a, went through a book of poetry with us. I never thought I'd like poetry. At an early age, I got that exposure. And yeah, it's, it's from, I, I never thought about it at the time, but a lot of the poetry I was reading was very therapeutic in that it helped me kind of, uh, you know, going through adolescence even, understanding life and dealing with it better. And I, I think that's great because I, it's, it's very easy to just tell somebody to pop a pill, you'll feel better tomorrow, as opposed to, you know, read a poem, get some deep insight into life, into what you're experiencing. You're not the first person to ever experience this. And this is how you might deal with it. I, I think it was great. You were lucky. I had boring English teachers. And so I didn't come to uh, really appreciate and read a lot on my own uh, till after I was out of school. And then I started you know, reading a, a lot of the poets and, and uh, novelists that I should have been reading in high school and college. And it's better, I have to tell a little side story. I have tried uh, over the last few years to track her down to tell her what an amazing teacher she was and what a great job she did, but I, I haven't been able to find her. So no, I talked no. to some You reach a certain age, Dennis, when finding uh, your school teachers. Yeah, exactly. But, um, Lots of love. <laughs> and I wonder about young people now because music is so, it's even more accessible than it was when we were young, when we had the radio and, and records. Now music is everywhere. And there's great poetry, you know, being put to song. I mean, you know, Bob Dylan got a Nobel Prize in literature. So, you know, there's. Yeah, re recently I was going to a lot of uh, Bob Dylan songs and just reading them not listening to the music, but the combination of music and, 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 and poetry is, is extremely well, powerful. And, you know, people of our generation tend to, you know, so many folks. Yeah. we don't keep up and we, we tend to look down on, you know, what the kids are listening to. But if you listen closely to the best of rap music, it's terrific poetry. What's that? Rap music. Oh, absolutely. It's storytelling. And yeah, if you, if you listen to Tupac Shakur, some of this stuff, you, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And I mean, I don't have much knowledge. I, I haven't, you know, I, uh, there's younger people and probably older people too that are much more familiar with it. But yeah, some great, great insights into life, what people go through, uh, you know, fabulous, fabulous stuff. And, and it's always taking different form. But rap, rap hip hop is really poetry. And yeah. have you ever gone to a Poetry slams? No. You, you, no. I, I was blown away. And first of all, I didn't know what it was going to be like. It was very entertaining, very interesting. But also, people getting up and uh, expressing in their own words, in their own poetry, what they were experiencing. And I was absolutely taken by it. There's so much talent out there, so much insight. I've never written poetry. I, I don't feel I have that. Uh, no, and, I, and so, I'm a professional writer, but... 
I write long. I, I you know, poetry and song lyrics are, um, you know, a whole different way of thinking and expression that I, I, I envy and admire a great deal. And his, I, I, his choices in poetry are actually very interesting because I, I was introduced to poems I'd never uh, heard of and poets I'd never heard of. Several, but there yeah. were but there were also some very familiar ones, the kind of things we were assigned in school. And you know, when we were 15 or 17, we might think of as, you know, boring or you know, old white guys writing, you know, in, in stilted yeah. uh, verse. But you know, these are eternal insights that are, are being conveyed in many cases that are, you know, profound and spiritual and uplifting. <clears throat> one thing we didn't talk about was he, one of the poems he, he chose is the poem If by Rudyard Kipling. And I've been, you know, in, in during the pandemic and, you know, with my last book with A Spiritual Practice for Crazy Times, the whole point of being that is in, in the Bhagavad Gita of maintaining equanimity and inner peace in the midst of activity. He captures in, in this, you know, poem, if, um, and, you know, there's a lot to be said about Kipling, but the first lines of, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. And then the poem goes on, of course, but that, that notion of keeping your head when everybody else is losing theirs, that's been on my mind a lot during you know, the pandemic and helping people in whatever way I can to try to retain that inner peace that you know, we get with meditation. Um, and, and other spiritual practices in the midst of activity. That's what he was talking about. And, and yeah. Norm, to his credit, evokes the Bhagavad Gita in his explanation of that poem. Yeah, I think uh, uh, familiarity with, with many of these poems is um, they're great tools to have during these periods. And you mentioned, you know, loneliness and the stuff that people go through. Sometimes you're going, you're very lonely, you're very depressed, you're very anxious. Uh, oftentimes when you read about people who've actually dealt with that, but then, you know, gotten beyond it, it can be very inspiring, can uh, help move you on. Sometimes nothing's easy. No, uh, and, and, and I and, think... Um, the whole idea of, it's all based on spirituality, going inward, Bhagavad Gita. Uh, you know, you bring your mind to infinity, perform action, you can be grounded within yourself. I think there's a lot of people, a lot of people that discovered uh, meditation and other spiritual practices as a result of the pandemic. And yes. uh, I think yes. practices. And you, your book was all about that. Uh, yeah. And if you don't mind uh, telling me the name of your book again. The Spiritual Practice for Crazy Times. The commercial, yeah, get it. Sounds because like it was written for the pandemic, but it was actually it, written before. It, it, in all likelihood, there'll be more crazy times ahead and, and to prepare for it. And, so, and I think uh, a lot of people have come to spirituality through poetry. Yeah, yeah. You know, Norman, and, interesting life. To be, you know, I, I was just, you know, I knew his, his discovery or, you know, recognition uh, and labeling and describing seasonal affective disorder. I know people that have had it. Like I said, I spent time in Sweden 
And, uh, you know, the winters are tough on some people. And then they come into the light. And he talks about having that experience of bringing people into light. And so wrecking, he, he's helped a lot of people by what he's done in that, that area. And now in his book, Poetry mm -hmm. Rx. Um, we should uh, queue up George Harrison's Here Comes the Sun as a, yeah. over the final credits. Yes. I, 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 matter of fact, I, I didn't mention him, but I watched a, is a, a Swedish filmmaker, a, a woman. She lives way up north in Lapland, not where anybody else, you know, would live, not near Stockholm. Hours, near. you know, 12-hour train ride from Stockholm. And she talks about what it's like to live in the dark winter and the bright, bright summer and how she embraces it. And part of what she talks about in the winter months, this is the time to read, this is the time to reflect and whatever like that. And it was very inspiring, very interesting. So yes, Norm, Norm uh, it's- um, Okay, let's- uh... So the book is Poetry Rx, Dr. Norman Rosenthal. We were delighted to have him with us. We hope all you listening and watching will get a lot out of it. And uh, stay tuned go, for upcoming uh, guests. The subscribe, whether you're whether you're listening to this as a podcast or a YouTube channel, YouTube, I think over here somewhere is a subscribe button. Just click that subscribe button. It doesn't cost anything. Subscribe. And Again, thank you those who have uh, helped keep us on the air by making contributions, which is very easy to do. Go to spiritmatterstalk.com. And uh, we are not a nonprofit. It's not a donation, but it, you know, well, we, it'll help keep us on the air, get better equipment, uh, keep us moving forward. We're approaching 300 archive shows and we've got some really great folks, some really great shows. And so, uh, uh, and they're free and available to the public. And that's the way we like to keep it, isn't it, Phil? That it is. All right, Dennis. All right. Uh, you guys <clears throat> next time.